everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. <laughs> okay, here we go. Sorry, y'all. Just being thirsty in the back in the wings before we started to come out here. A memoir, thirsty in the wings. Yep. <laughs> oh God. But here we are back again. Today we're again, we're here for Chucky the series season two. And Alma is back with us again. Yay. Our neighbor over on Fifth Street. Yay, thank you for having me. So excited. <laughs> thank you for being here. We love when you stop by. <laughs> yes, yes. And this one we got there's there's a lot to discuss here. A lot. This fourth episode, I, 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 um, Death on Denial, Death that's what it's called. Denial. It might be my favorite hour of TV this year, um, maybe this decade. I need to like sit with it and watch it two more times. I don't know, but it was, it was a time. I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it longer? I, okay, I know Trent's gonna have some words then. I didn't, I didn't, go on with what you were saying, because I have thoughts. <laughs> I can't wait to hear because I was I I felt like it was longer to the episode I I really thought it felt like a much longer episode there was something happening like every every second there was something you couldn't look away from the screen I it, it, I think it felt longer because like it felt like a movie like it felt like they really were like let's take this dinner mystery vibe and let's like really like pay like tribute to these like things we're gonna like nod at like it felt like a classical 50s Hollywood movie but like one with actors that I grew up watching and I was not from the 50s um, <laughs> um, and we got Whoa. to like listen An I'm admission. not not that many times 25 um, <laughs> <laughs> But like aside from like a wraparound, we were just like in it. And I was like, this is dinner theater I would go to. And I actually want dinner theater at Jennifer Tilly's house now. Like <laughs> that would be fun. I'm down for that. I would go. I would max out another credit card. Let's go. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Tilly, are you listening? Mm-hmm. Take my visa. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Well, let me let me just say my my thing, my thoughts. I really enjoyed it so much about this episode. I thought it was really fun. If like I like the Sheree mentioned, it felt like a movie, like it felt like its own entity. Mm-hmm. That's also my problem with it, is because it felt like its own entity. Like there was nothing that pushed the plot along other than we got more info into Glenn and Glinda. There was nothing that I what what added to the plot? Nika Chucky has escaped, and the twins know about Nika Chucky, and so like more people are aware of what's going on there. And the but twins that's also like separated. One thing in this whole mm. f- anyway, no. this felt like because I because the way that award shows work that I've learned is mm-hmm. that a, a series will pick an episode to submit. That's what this felt like. They said, "Let's put our all stars in here. Let's give them great acting moments, really fun, campy stuff." And let's make an episode that we hope will get awards. Which, if that is the goal, I hope that is. I hope that they get that. I just. You think they would do that without Jake? And yeah. Without, yeah. You think they, they would do, do that, that without Jake? Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't think so because, like, this is a great episode. It's a fun episode. But also, I, I don't think that this is the one they would put out because they have the least amount of regular cast in it. Um. I and so I don't know. I yeah. I disagree. <laughs> 
I just, it just, it, it felt like an outlier. It felt like this could have been half an episode of an episode that focused on the story. Like, I don't, I, like I said, if I was, if this was like a, a Christmas special or something, like a yearly murder mystery yeah. with Jay, with Tiffany, and like yeah. I would have, I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved Lachlan Watson. I loved all the little guests, the co- the 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 people that I really liked. How they meld. They uh, Chucky always does this really well, where they kind of take reality and put it into this film into into mm-hmm. not reality, like mixing Jennifer Tilly with her actual sister. And mm-hmm. like I, I loved all of that. It just that—that's actually another thing I like about this episode is because all of us are like, "How do you become Jennifer Tilly?" and nobody notices, and mm-hmm. we're getting someone else payoffs in this because we've alluded to it a little bit, but we haven't really gotten into it. And so, like, yeah. her sister's like, "It's been twenty-four years," and all the people who are in love with her, are like, "You haven't called me for a year," and the twins mm-hmm. are like, "You've been in this house for a year. We called your accountant, bitch." And so, like, yeah. the jig is about to be up. And so, mm-hmm. I think that that's another reason why I love this episode. Because we love Tiffany, we love J- Tiffany as in Fertility, but also like what we're doing with this. And so I think yeah. that having it come to a boil in the middle of the season it needed mm-hmm. to happen. I just, well, wanted, I, I, I just wanted more of our core story and, we, and mm-hmm. I didn't get any of it. I get I get the vibe that you got. Like I, I got that same vibe from it. Like it felt like a special, but I didn't see that as like a negative thing. I really enjoyed that. Like it, it is like a standalone, like you could just watch that episode, which is why I also love some of the Chucky movies because they always kind of give you that information you don't need. You can watch any of them out of order and you get what's going on because of the way that they introduce everything. But I, that's what I, I liked about it. Like I love a, uh, like a special that, that's, that's a little extra, a little fun. It's almost like a little break because maybe they needed to like slow down some of the stuff that they're introducing. And also the big question is like, um, they've been gone for a year. I mean, she, Tiffany's been gone for a year. We need to address that she hasn't interacted. She's running out of money. They brought it up for a reason because it's like, we can't just have this famous celebrity missing for a year, you know? Exactly. And also, I think it balances out because last week we had none of Jennifer Tilly or Nika Chucky or the twins because we were so involved with the school. And I was like, but what about these other threads? What about these other threads? Also, this one lets us finally see Kyle because we all knew she was still alive. And so I think this episode does a lot of stuff, but it doesn't be like, here's a monologue about it. It's just like, we're throwing it in. We're throwing a lot at you. You need to have to watch it again to catch some of it because you do. I watched it a second time today and I was like, oh yeah, that's when that would have happened. That's when that would have happened. Um, it's it, it might be my favorite of the season. Um, definitely probably my favorite of the season so far. Yeah, I just... It- you know, I, I like I said, I liked a whole lot of things about it. It just felt mm-hmm. like it felt like you needed more of the plot from like to yeah. And, and I think Shrey puts it puts it well from where I'm coming from. We have this plot with Nika, and I this is my last note for this episode is that we have this plot with Nika Chucky or yeah Nika Chucky and Tiffany and now Glenn and Glenda and all that shit going on, and we have this shit going on with Chucky and. Uh, the uh, uh, the kids and the, the but there there's nothing connecting the two and we're on the back half of the season and I need some connection to happen. I feel like it's always connected because we're always with at least one Chucky and the Chucky is a hive mind. Um, I said the Chucky like <laughs> it's a legion. I guess there's two different major plots happening. Even though there, I guess there could be some connection between Chucky's, but like mm-hmm. there's nothing that is like. 
There's no connect. I don't know. I'm not getting a connected tissue. I, I think. And, and having a Chucky in both things is like, okay, you can use the color pink twice. It doesn't mean there's connection no, between the two. But it's part of the overall Chucky kingdom because like this Chucky's going to connect up with the other Chuckies. Um, I hope so. Well, we got four we have, I get to put you out of Tiffany's house first, and we just did. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm on the crazy. same. Yeah, I'm on the same page. I feel like it's the hive mind Chucky. I think that, but maybe I've assumed that as well. Or like, are we assuming this? Because I just felt like this is just one. One mind is aware of everything all the other Chucky hands are doing, and so therefore I've, I've thought of it like a collective Chucky. No matter what. Chucky is doing whatever anywhere that the main one is knows everything you know and that's how I've just been I've been assuming maybe same same because season one we had um the Chucky that was in Nika and the Chucky that was moving around and they were connected and mm. so I think this Chucky now was probably out of Nika's body because it served this Chucky as much as possible or it might keep the body and put it in a, another doll and have two running around again. Uh, but now that it's outside of the J. Tilly compound, it can like run amok, especially because it pulls the twin that is all about that Chucky and not the one who's like, I got compassion. So it's about to get wilder. Um, like watching that high speed chase, knowing we're about to roll in this, I'm like, <laughs> I was living. I wanted to see it, but we had to like end the episode. And I was like, no. <laughs> I will, yeah, maybe, and maybe that's why I didn't love this episode. Is because this one, even though we've seen Tiffany this season before this episode, but that really felt like, um, uh, like, let me read, let me remind you who this character. We didn't get the beginning of where the conflict was with that Tiffany, other than she's got Nika, Nika Chucky before this episode. I think this episode was like the the. Um, the start of the, the point of attack. Like now, now Tiffany's got to get her shit together out of this house and figure out what's going on because stuff's happening now. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't love it. I mean, you don't have to love it. You have a taste. Mm -hmm. Ready spam for the first time on our YouTube. We've grown. Um, oh, <laughs> yay! Because <laughs> I was like, that's a lot, and I was like, oh, it's all about finding love. Mm -hmm. Um, my notes, my actual notes. I mm -hmm. fucking lived. Um, I'm a child of the 90s, so seeing Auntie Gina and Uncle Pans, um, that had my heart a going. And then seeing uh -huh. Hank Billy show up, I was like, oh my God, this is so 90s. Uh -huh. and, I loved it. Right? And it was such a nod to who Jennifer Tilly was before Tiffany took her over, and also the Jennifer Tilly that we all grew up with in the real world. Um, and it was a cool way of doing all of that and answering all these questions about how Tiffany's been like doing this shit, while also reminding us that Jennifer Tilly is that bitch and will give you a performance for a whole episode and you will eat it all up. Um, no notes. <laughs> the costume changes, the... Um, I love that she makes people watch her movies and that she's watching them because it shows um, <laughs> that her obsession with Jennifer Tilly because that's why she wanted to be her. Like she's watching her. She's not learning anything from her. She's just still watching um, that and, and just kind of living off of that. But this so much happened for Tiffany this episode. I think it needed to because it's like, She's that one thing that is from the real world. Like we need this. We, where is Jennifer Tilly? She can't just be missing. Uh, she's running out of money. I love that they brought that up. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, I, it was kind of maybe like it was like a shit storm. 
everything just (laughs) because we've all been waiting for this because she took over Jennifer Tilly's body like um back in Seed of Chucky and so it's been like a decade Um, two two decades yeah and so we're like um what about that because I mean I love when actors get to like have fun with their identities but we all had these questions because again like Chucky like does this not and it does this camp so we're like you're gonna bring it up right you're gonna bring it up right and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and they were like chill we got you um (laughs) and it was it was perfect it was fucking perfect and the people they chose were perfect because I don't think that there's another Jennifer Tilly movie that is as iconic as Bound um and she's done so much like we've seen most of it (laughs) um but I don't think there's another one where you can be like we're gonna pull three stars from it and people are gonna be like oh yeah it's liar liar or oh yeah it's (laughs) (laughs) right yeah, I I agree. I think that everything inside the film, I or it's like it's a film, but it felt like a film. It felt like I was watching mm-hmm. Tiffany the movie. Like, <laughs> and I would, and we could use we could use Same. a sequel. Listen, one hundred percent. Listen, we can give her a whole season, and I'd be happy. Um, I I just I wanted to go to the horror murder mystery at Jennifer Tilly's house. I felt left out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to actually be there. That was. That was so inventive and it was great because it's like, how does she get to get out of this? And she's such a smooth talker, obviously, because she's gotten where she is from, you know, every manipulation and everything. And so she's in this position now and let's see how she can get out of it. And that's why I love that so much was happening to her that she couldn't avoid. It's like, how is she going to get out of this dead body? How is she going to get out of this dead body? And then to see her just kind of lose it over Nika also, because these are these are her possessions. Yep. Like that's hers and losing it. <laughs> it's like, what's, what is she going to do now? Cause I always kind of feel like she's the scariest person, especially what she did to Nika. Yep. Like that's always sitting on me. That woman has no arms and legs because yeah. of that, you know? So. And, and now that Nika Chucky's out of the house, she's in danger because she killed a Chucky and Chucky's not forgivable. Um, so like he will be at her doorstep any second. <laughs> beautiful gowns or no <laughs> right and so while we're talking about things that he, it, like I think we all loved about this episode and what things that something we have all been waiting for since season one we finally got screen time with our lovely Glenn Glenda uh, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this correctly if not put it in the, in the comments or something we'll correct it for next time but Lachlan Watson is incredible. I love them so much. Love them in Sabrina. I love them in this. I loved. I love their different because they're so similar, but they're so vastly different. Like you know what I mean. Like it's just it's such a good performance. And even though I didn't love this episode, I will say across the board performances in this episode were all stellar. Um, and theirs theirs was a a high point for me <laughs> i love that uh glenn glenda they did such a good job separating that these are two different people and i i love that because you can tell they have a lot you know the same they're siblings they're probably the you know best friends and everything but one is um definitely way different because it's like <laughs> when they threw that twist in there of wanting to kill the mom and everything I was like oh my oh my god it was like what is going on here like they already defined that they have different motives they have different goals here 
and um, they're gonna, they're very different. I honestly thought that Glenn and Glenda were both gonna end up at the school. I thought that that was gonna be the big thing that they were gonna tie into this episode was that them, they were gonna come home and be like, oh, we got kicked out of school, we need to go somewhere. And then they end up at that school. <laughs> but I think I like this one, one on, you know, on the loose and <laughs> the other one taking care of mom well, because- And they're a little older, right? They're college age. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot they just turned 18. Yeah. Mm. Another thing I love about them is that one has memories of Chucky and one doesn't, or at least doesn't talk about oh. it. Um, mm. Because like, I think it was Glinda who was like, I remember a man calling me shit face. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they remember killing someone. Yeah. They remember mm-hmm. the, the woman on fire. But they don't really remember how it happened or why it happened or who, you know, that they, well, they, mm. they, think, yeah. they think that they did it, but they don't know. What I mm-hmm. think is um, Tiffany has not told them they were dolls. I think that uh, they think that they've always been people. Um, and I'm excited for that revelation to come out because what, that would have spent a lot. Right. And which is really, it's a really fun thing for them to play. And I think they're doing really a good job with it is playing this. They're not really human. You know what I mean? They look like humans and they don't, but they don't really have everything that like, you know, um, I can't think of Jennifer Tilly's, the other human characters would have because they're, I mean, they're dolls. They were made as dolls. They were, you know, born as dolls, raised as dolls, and then turned into humans, and they don't really know that. So I think that's really that could be a really fun path for them to go down this season. It would also get really messy if the people whose bodies they have, their parents found out about them while everything else was coming to a head. Um, because what what else could happen in this universe? Anything? Right. Anything. While we're talking about performances, um, Fiona needs so many awards for everything she does. Like her Mika versus her Chucky, the face, the mannerism. Because I was like, do they light her differently? Do they change the makeup? What has happened? She's just acting and she's acting her ass off. And I want her to get some awards. Give her a shelf of awards for this performance. Mm -hmm. She easily... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just, she easily transforms into that voice of her father. It's scary almost, <laughs> but it's so fun that change. It's like just that turn, and all of a sudden, it's the face. It's she's doing a lot. She's doing yeah. a lot, and it's great. And it's yeah, I just love it. Which is why, which is what one of the reasons why I thought this might be there. Award this the thing they show to brings to the awards because of what her I think it's one of the most like one of the most phenomenal acting moments I've ever seen on film television movie however you put it is that moment when I can't remember it's Glenn or Glenda one of the two the twins is pushing them to the to the elevator and it's and she's uh, Nika and then that door opens and the dead body's there and she falls over and then comes to and she is someone completely different it is specific it is tiny it's what it's everything you learn in acting class it is everything you learn in acting class and she deserves every award my favorite one from this episode is when the twins first discover her and like um i think glinda comes back in to get the knife and then cuts their finger and like literally fiona's like a blink and she's a new person and this whole demeanor, even though she has no arms, she's like leaning back like she has arms. Uh, <laughs> she's adopted the Charles Lee Ray poster. Um, I was like, this bitch is acting. Give her the awards. Like, give her all of the awards. 
uh, when she's running away at the end, I was yelling, go, go, don't stop. But that look of just like, I'm going to do this. If they had closed that gate on her, I would, I would have just cried because I was in that moment, like screaming, like, you can be free. You're going to be free. And it was, it was so great. And I was like having tears form in my eyes. I'm like, she's got to get free. She's got to get free. And I was like, and I was yelling at Glenda too. I'm yes. like, how dare you? mother. <laughs> 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 Yeah. I, I was torn because I was like, I don't know which one I'm rooting for at this moment. Uh, but like everything Dahlia is saying, I'm gonna everything, everything. not watching but listening. Um, Dahlia uh, from Fifth Street just said, I just was talking about this yesterday. Horror isn't taken seriously enough. The acting and practical effects alone show it should be taken more seriously. This show is high art and camp at the same time. And the fact that um, some awards won't notice it, even though others are. Like, they just picked up some Saturn Awards the other night, Jay Tilly and Zachary Arthur. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the name. I always try and mix both the character names and the real names. And the real because names, yeah. This world is so confusing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they both picked up some awards and maybe some production awards as well. I haven't gone over the full list. Um, but yeah, it deserves all of them because, like, again, this is this is quality TV. I I don't know another show that's giving us all of this, and I try and watch a little bit of everything just because I'm nosy. But like, this is exciting. It gets the girls together on Wednesday nights on Twitter. Like, what else are we doing? Yeah, this show. I, yeah, the writing, the just the the storytelling, the acting, the tech, the lighting, everything is just it's 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 it's. Almost perfect. Even though I didn't mm-hmm. love this episode, I don't. I think my problem with this episode because I didn't say it, I didn't like it. I have conflicted mm. feelings about it, and I think it's because my favorite episode is like maybe the next episode of the one after that. Like mm-hmm. I, I really want this explosion between these two to happen, and I'm excited for that. To mm-hmm. happen. It was exciting to see so much. I think uh, it was uh, maybe overwhelming too, just because there was there was a lot. But I liked the the a lot. It was like, how did they do that much with such a short period of time? And uh, and they added so much to it that I was just like, I, I lived for it because I wanted more of it. Like I could see, I liked the whole wraparound they did with Chucky in the beginning and the end, kind of like that uh, you know, uh, like a separate little show that I was like, I would watch that Chucky show. I'd yeah. watch the Tiffany show. Yes. I'd watch the Love Triangle, you know, Tiffany show. I'd watch Glenn Glenda, you know. It yeah. was like everybody was kind of on 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 in the spotlight, but just in this one episode. Yeah. No, like I that's what I love about Don Mancini's brain is because it's firing on so many different levels at all times. And we started seeing that with the movies because like after three, we're getting like Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky and all of those. Um, We start like blowing things up and we start making nods and references that are a little less subtle because I think they were always there. And I think we were just too young to catch them in those first three. Um, (laughs) And now we're just like, we have the whole fucking wide world and we can do all the things and we can mix all the colors and we can like get up in there and do that. And it's it's fun and exciting to see somebody just be like, no more training wheels. We're going. We're going balls to the wall. It's going to be maniacal. It's going to be far-fetched. It's going to be outlandish and ridiculous, but also a little bit heartwarming. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, I see that because it's it's like if you give somebody free reign with the creativity and they get everything that they want, it was like this episode. It was like nobody said, that doesn't sound right. right. Everybody was like, that sounds amazing. Let's do it. But let's do it like a hundred. Let's do it. Yeah. Every, every, every tiny detail. Um, it, and we had this whole you know, the murder mystery thing going on and asking like, who did that? And I, I thought it was freaking adorable and hilarious. I I also love the cards, like the chapter cards, because they were like a murder mystery at Jennifer Tilly's house, which is funny because Jennifer Tilly is the only person not at her house. Everybody else is in her house. Like people at her house in her body and she's not there. And it's uh, like, what I love just about Tiffany in general and her character is how often she has to think like on the spot because she she had never planned to have this murder mystery, but she just found this dead body. She's like, "Well, shit! What the fuck do I do?" Um, yeah, he's an actor. Um. This is a murder. This is a surprise party. She didn't know who was coming. How did she hire an actor to do a murder mystery? Which she didn't know we have to talk about how Joey Pans was insulting the dead actor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that cut him deeper than whatever killed him, Joey Pans. <laughs> that guy needed to go. He was uh, He was like, who who goes up at other people's houses and just talks the way he does? And uh, um. He was supposed to be guarding that room. I, before I forget, because there's one big thing I was going to ask y'all, and I completely forgot until because I, I was wanting to think about that room. When they were in that room, and they said, "Mom doesn't uh, know this room is here," um, or "Who didn't know that room was there?" Oh yeah, she never comes in this room. And they're like, "How does your mom not know that this room exists or something? What room is that? Is was there something that they're going to bring up, or have I missed something? Or maybe that's..." I just, it's a secret room in that house. How does she not know that room is in there? I'm wondering if when Tiffany bought that house with Jennifer Tilly's money, um, she started like decorating certain rooms and just never like went to fully unpack it. Cause that's such a Tiffany moment to be like, here's what I need. Here's what I need to see. Here's what I need to present. I'm going to watch the TV now and then see all of Jennifer Tilly's movies. Cause I'm Jennifer Tilly now right. and has never gone past like whatever sections. Um, yeah, I and- think, I, I agree. I think it's to show the character of Tiffany is like, she is not the, the brightest, but she's always resourceful. And so, like, while she moved into this huge house, she's not going to look at the ground plan. So I don't think this is, like, a full room. I think it's, like, a room under the stairs or, like, you know, kind of, like, in the nook and cranny or something. I think she's street smart and she's new money. Um, Because there's a difference. There's a difference because, like, you have people who are, like, book smart and scholarly. Because, like, Meg Tilly knows Diane (laughs) Diane Weiss, not Diane West. (laughs) Those sort of things. Um, Whereas (laughs) Tiffany is like, I've seen it. I know enough. I'm going to, like, get us to where we need to go. And people won't ask enough questions. And they won't because she's, again, like, she's resourceful. Mm -hmm. And she will shank a bitch, usually. But she can't because there's too many people in this house. She can't just kill them. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, super creative with the it's a dinner part, a murder mystery. Mm. Did right. you do it? And because she doesn't know who did it, so she's trying to fucking figure out who did it, who killed <laughs> this person. And it makes sense because of Virgin Fertility's house, and she's like, That's not a dead person. This is a murder mystery. We're gonna be like, whatever she says, she's Jennifer Tilly, and no questions will be asked. And so I was with them. I was like, Yes, this makes sense. I'm following. Right. They're I like, love trying it. to have sex with her, and she's like, Did you do it? <laughs> 
Everybody like, really, though, did you kill this man? Like, not fake kill. Did you kill this man? That was a moment of realism where everybody who has ever worked with her wanted to have sex with her because it's Jennifer Tilly, and we all grew up wanting to be Jennifer Tilly for very good reasons. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, everybody's a crush on her. And so I'm happy that all these people were having an affair with her before she disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> he had his pants down. Joe had his pants down. And I was like, why did he already have his pants down? Because they were already. You know, <laughs> Gina Gershon called him Joey No Pants. I yes. almost fell off my bed. Um, <laughs> I, like my last note note is everything from the Chucky arm reveal to the chase of the van is the kind of stress I live for. My heart is still pounding. That's what mm. keeps us young. Um, <laughs> that whole section right there. That's what I would throw 19 awards at. Yeah. Yeah. And I screamed. I screamed so many times and I screamed when I saw Kyle. I was so excited. I, I found the whole episode just to kind of be really uh, just exciting. It was really exciting. I loved it. It was like a fangirl moment for me, everybody, everything. And it was strange because I did tell myself, but we didn't even have, you know, Jake and Devin and they're my favorite to watch. And but I, I was OK with it. I was OK with it just because they gave us so much um excitement with with tiffany and i just kind of let my mind wander off on a few points where it was like that room maybe they'll that's where they're gonna hide chuckies or something that room has to come back in later and i just loved that there was a secret murderer the whole time or two that yeah. nobody <laughs> nobody wanted to confess and that it was like oh, she's not the only one there's somebody else in there that and, is a murderer right what I, what I realized this episode is that, like, while the kids are in their own prison, um, Jennifer Tilly slash Tiffany is in her own prison of her own design. And so I kind of love that they both get their own episodes because, like, we feel isolated with them. Because I was claustrophobic in that school last week. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I need to go outside. I need to, like, <laughs> breathe a little bit. <laughs> Have a drink outside. Right? Just a little bit. Um, And so to, like, be trapped in this, like, Jennifer Tilly home with Tiffany, I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. These are both prisons, but they're different right. prisons. One is very pink. <laughs> One is not. And I loved how Glenn and Glenda, while very different, they had very different goals, right? But even in the end, they were like, hey, are you coming? And she's like, and, and the other one is like, no, I'm going to stay because mom really needs me. And they're like, okay, catch you later. And it's just like, they're still best friends, even though one of them literally wanted to kill their mother. I, like, I think this is going to cause a little bit of a rift because um, they were like, but what about me? And they were like, what you just did to mom? I got to stay with her. And so I think it's going to be a rift. Um, okay. which is exciting because like, originally Glenn Glinda was one doll and so Tiffany was like I'm gonna have two so that way they can have both genders and they're like but both that's gonna be non-binary and Jennifer's like cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and so I also love that because like to be like okay you can have both and then both be like fuck the gender binary we're not gonna do that either way we're also gonna mm -hmm. share boyfriends <laughs> just, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot about Paul Paul, right? Because yeah, uh -huh. Paul's going to come into play for one of them or both of them, and I'm excited to see if Paul makes it out alive. What? Right, but and also <laughs> it's it really is this interesting kind of symbolism of good and evil live in all of us, male mm -hmm. and female. You know, like that whole because they each of them have like good Glenn and Glenda as separate people, even mm -hmm. and like they each have good qualities and bad qualities, and like. While I can't remember which one stayed with Tiffany and which one went with, I think Chucky. Glenn stayed. Glenn stayed with uh, 
Tiffany and Glenda went with Kyle. And, and so yeah. it's it's really fun to see that like while Glenn, yeah, while one of them while would to kill their mother, it's it, like yeah, like good we are we we're, we're all capable of doing good things and we're all capable mm-hmm. of doing really shitty things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to come back to the lies that Tiffany told because Tiffany didn't tell Glenda when they asked about the memory of killing somebody and also learning something new about Chucky at all, like Charles Lee Ray. Everything that Glenda is going to learn is going to be something that Tiffany didn't tell them. So therefore, they are going to even drift even further apart from Tiffany and be with Chucky. And then we have Glenn, I think it's like, it's like always like in that story in, in like the, the, the trope of the good and the bad, they do that with the twins all the time because it's like the, the good one is the one who's going to feel bad for somebody. Right. And Glenda was already ready to forgive and come on, let's go. But mm-hmm. didn't, you know, but you know, cause Glenn felt bad. So it's just going to be, yeah, I think they're just going to separate even further. Yeah, which I I'm, I don't know. I'm excited about because, again, I didn't know until we saw like them show up at the end of that one episode two weeks ago that we would have more than one Glenn Glenda. Because, again, like I don't remember if we got to see them as twins in the in shot of that last movie they were in, Seed of Chucky. It's been so long. Um, I think they did. Okay. They did because they... The, I You're remember right. the nanny saying it. The girl is the one that's. That's what she said. She's You're like right. uh, the twins. It's it's not so much the twins. It's that um, Glenda is. That's what she said. She was like Glenda is. I don't. She's scary or rubs me the wrong way. And that was when they were like little, little. So um, yeah. So I think uh, yeah. <laughs> There's. <laughs> There's going to be a lot to unwrap with the with the two of them. It's going to be I want more. <laughs> and it, and it, yeah, and it's so interesting because they're ultimately the same person. I mean, they all come from the same thing, but they're all it's like two halves of the same person. Yeah, oh, which yeah. is kind of Tiffany and Chucky, but that's a whole other story. That's a whole other mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other term paper dissertation. <laughs> Like a couple stray thoughts. I was worried we were gonna get one kill this episode when we've been averaging two all season. And mm-hmm. then the wraparound, it was like, I'm gonna give you 10 fucks in your second kill. And I was like, thanks, Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have two. We had two because yeah. we had Joe and um mm-hmm. the butler die. So then we Gee, had we had three. Right? Him, uh, oh, we had three deaths. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh my uh-huh. god, we're leveling them up. Yeah. I forgot because Joey Pans, like it was so quick and I was laughing and so I forgot. But you know, but they did find him in the closet and that's what brought Chucky back out. You're right. Yeah. We had three deaths um in episode four. Ha ha ha. But Chucky or Tiffany only did one of them. I'm fine with anybody killing anybody. Like it's fair game. <laughs> it's true. It's an interesting <laughs> thing. We all kill people. Listen, hobbies. Oh. Yeah, and some of the funnest kills were definitely uh well one of one of my favorites was Junior with using the Chucky doll. So it doesn't have to yes. be Chucky, it can be anybody, you know, having fun. <laughs> that death is still art. I remember being sad, I'm like, oh no, we're not having any more Devin Sawa, but also what a way to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Don Mancini said, Hold my beer. Um, I think he listens to our podcast. I'ma ask. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but what if he has a triplet? And then he was like, no. What if he's a priest? And I was like, better. Look. Sure, he's going to go to church now, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be a triplet for sure. I was like, a triplet? I'm here for it, though. I go ahead. Been, <laughs> I 
hippie world, we could still find one when we kill him again. Because like, <laughs> oh, shall we go all the tops and bottoms? I have to say one more thing because they validated me when people saw Belle in that first episode. They were like, "How is she gonna come into it? Will she be the new Tiffany?" And I was like, "No." And then we blew her up. People were like, but she, we didn't see her pieces. I'm like, she gone. <laughs> and so I'm happy to address that in the wraparound and be like, tell us what you're doing. And she was a doll. I was like, ha ha, I was right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I see. All right, tops and bottoms. Alma, what's your top and bottom? Okay, I definitely put the mystery murder dinner party was the top. The whole, yes. the, the concept, the playing out, the figuring out. I didn't have a clue as to who killed who, but I loved the idea that there was just a killer among them that they had no idea who it was. It was that Tiffany didn't know because right. Tiffany's like, did I kill? But I, I was almost like she was thinking, mm, maybe I, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny as hell. And I, I love that part. And then, and Kyle, of course, because as soon as I saw Kyle driving, I was like, oh my God, I just like, I couldn't breathe. I was just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, my... What's your bottom? Oh, oh okay. Uh, oh yeah, I had a bottom too. Glenda, I was mad at Glenda for trying to kill her. I was like, um, what the hell? But at the same time, I still loved it. I loved it. That was a great twist that I just, well, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't even a twist. It was just a shocking moment that I didn't expect. I I was just kind of like yelling at Glenda that that was like, what are you doing, kid? But at the yeah. same time, I just loved it. I loved it too. It was just like, <laughs> I this episode felt like dominoes falling over when people do that whole thing I just forgot the name of. And then like it was like one bumps the other, one bumps the other, one bumps the other, one bumps the right. other, and then we're done. It's like ah and every time you're like, oh no, oh no, it's like Jenga and everything's falling and you can't catch it. And I live. This is the stress I want, not the stress we've had this decade. This is the stress I want. <laughs> Give me this. Um <laughs> so yeah, her, them trying to kill their mom, um, Nika Chucky's new arms, revealing the gun. Everything just, yeah, all of it. Um, but my actual top is the whole damn episode. It might be my favorite of the season. Top right there. <laughs> Listen, this whole episode is a top. Um, I will not take any questions. If you don't know what a top is, look at this episode. It's a top. Um, <laughs> my bottom is the runtime because I wanted more. This felt like Clue or one of those other like murder mysteries that we all grew up with and we all love. Mm -hmm. But like we were playing with actors we know who are playing versions of themselves and it's spicier yeah. and funnier and campier. And like literally have Tim Curry rolled out as Mr. Body. That's all that would have been missing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be dead for real. <laughs> Listen, I would have been like, ah! <laughs> um, yes, I, my top is everything that Jennifer Tilly, Fiona Dorff and Lachlan Watson were giving us the, their, that trio of performances were just everything. Um, my bottom, and I may be the only one that feels this way, the wraparound didn't work for me. I didn't love it. I it, thought of it. Sorry, go ahead. It just felt really gimmicky and like an add-on. Like it felt like they, I don't know why they felt like they needed to. Because for me, and this is just my own personal opinion, Chucky is at its best when it's playing with that real world, playing with the fourth wall in 
dialogue and it clever call outs and clever like having Jennifer Tilly's actual sister and like things like that. That's fun to me. When it's like so obvious, it just feels like a gimmick and I didn't love it. Maybe on a second watch, I'll love it. It just didn't work for me on my on my watch. It reminded me of the finale of season one where Chucky was telling us a story from a chair with like a little fireplace and everything. And so it made me wonder if our next four episodes are going to be so packed, we're not going to get that moment. So they put it here. Mm. I did I'm feel, wondering. I did feel like it was giving it to us because they ha- they weren't going to. And I I like those those little aside moments, you know. And I was wondering how are they going to bring in because there was a whole other character we we um the WWE star. I can't yeah. remember the name. Live live. Live right, okay, yeah, and so I'm like, how are they going to bring that in there? And I think they did it more for like the fans, for like, um, yeah. let's give them a little bit extra. This is just like an extra, um, a bit of Chucky. For it kind them. of had a special feature for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I am fine with it because Chucky did it last season, so that's a thing I can just expect from this. Um, yeah, which makes sense because it's a different format than the films. Yeah. Um. I like. I cackled last year when he did it. Like when Charles Lee Ray and, leaned forward in his little robe, <laughs> told us the good word. Right. I cackled, and so I'm not gonna lie. And last year it worked for me better. I think. Um, Thank you, Dahlia. <laughs> I was gonna I, say Ruth Goldberg and could not get that out of me. <laughs> I think. I think it was bringing out the WWE. So I was like, the, what? What? Okay. Maybe and maybe if I watched WWE and I like followed her and I was a fan, like maybe I would stay in. But it just felt so like I didn't it isn't work for me. I don't know. No, like I I think it is the WWE part for you because Chucky also keeps tying it in with Michael Myers these last two seasons. Like and each that first episode me. is Halloween and we make those Halloween nods. Oh <laughs> But they're nods, they're not like yeah, here's yeah. Glory Strode and I'm gonna kill her. Like that would have been too much. We also get the commercials for those episodes though, where it's like Michael and Chucky fighting. I think yeah. that Chucky's just gotten bigger than his britches. His little britches can't hold him anymore. And so sometimes <laughs> we have to also be like I will take it. If that's yeah, what I yeah, got, if, that, if if that's what I leave the season being like, ah, that's my least favorite moment of the season, this is a that is like nothing. That's so. true. That's true. Because they're given they're given a lot, and sometimes he just has he has to give a little bit extra to some other people. You know, he's, he's giving me my queer moments. I will let y'all have, but it is. Yeah. I will say at least it was a female WWE star, not some like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's the only one I know. So yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's also really smart because like in the video that they showed of her being interviewed, she was like, I just want to get stabbed by Chucky. I don't get lead or anything. And a lot of WD actors cannot act. Let's let's be honest, they cannot act. They are good in the ring doing their stunts and those lines. But if you put them in a movie, we are all like, why are we here? And so I love that they were like, she's a real fan. Let's go ahead and let her get stabbed by Chucky because that's what she does in the ring is like selling shit. And yeah. so we got to see her do what she does without having to watch her wrestle. And I think she was the one they they like made a movie about her life or something. So like she's a pretty popular one. So maybe it's just not mm-hmm. written for me, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't make her act or anything. It was come on and be yourself, just the way everybody else was, and gave it you know her let her be herself as well because you know I guess well herself or however her persona is or whatever. Or what but I, I but I love it when we have people like. You know, Gina, and they're making oh, those all work for me. I love those. Yeah, just like 
I, you know, that's how I would imagine that they are. <laughs> Doing that for me, it was like a little, a little, it was for everybody. I think it was kind of giving everything to everybody all yeah. at once. And maybe that's, that's why maybe it, it might've missed the point with some, some people at certain moments, but you know, I loved it all. <laughs> Plus, in hindsight, like, if she can get stabbed by Chucky, anybody can get stabbed by Chucky. We can all have our moment if we, like, hope hard enough, loudly enough. <laughs> so, like, yay, live, Yay, live! I'm happy you got stabbed by Chucky. I want to be stabbed by Chucky someday, too. Yeah. <laughs> Don, are you listening? Of course. Yeah, or, like, Maybe. a screwdriver. Or Season like three. Trey <laughs> Bohannon. Listen, she I really would get Chucky D with Devin Sawa. Hit me with a doll. I'll fall down. Look, <laughs> hit me with a Devin Sawa. Hit me with a Bible. <laughs> I'm just imagining him picking up Devin Sawa and just chucking it at you. Oh, the buff one. The buff one. Oh, the buff Chucky would. The buff Chucky would get rid of me in no problem. Um, <laughs> talking about Charlie right too big for his britches. Um, <laughs> um, our tweet of the week. <laughs> our tweet of the week comes from at Chaotic Soul 5. Hashtag Chucky season two. We learned that everyone is in love with Jennifer Tilly. It's a statement. It's a true statement. So it it was the tweet of the week. Survey says. Ding, 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 ding. Everybody's in love with Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. What's um, the winner? Chicken. Yeah. Why'd you have to bring up Trixie Mattel? <laughs> <laughs> Let her rest. Let her rest. Oh gosh, yes, everyone is in fact in love with Jennifer Tilly. And if you're not in love with Jennifer Tilly, you just don't know it yet. Listen, if you're not in love with Jennifer Tilly, you've not seen Jennifer Tilly or Jennifer Tilly's work. Fix that. Fix it. Uh, would you remind me of how she was talking about, yes, Bride of Chucky? That was a really good movie. Everybody loved it. <laughs> I love that it's they a had their classic. own. Yes. <laughs> she made her own movie in the in the in the show. It's just it's see fabulous. those are like that kind of stuff. I love like that play with reality of like even in this film imaginary version, like the Bride of Chucky is exists as its own entity. Like I love that. It's perfection to me. Yeah, I'm gonna remember that when they're asked for podcasts to get stabbed next year. I'm gonna be like Trent doesn't like this. Put me down. Oh. <laughs> I didn't like. I would. I want to watch you get stabbed, Trey. If you walk I out there, get stabbed. What? If you walk out there, I will be happy. Thank you. Thank you. We, we can all be a little live. Happy. <laughs> when one fan gets stabbed, we all get stabbed. What? All right. Well, that is our thoughts on the fourth episode of Chucky season two. Uh, thanks so much, Alma, for joining us. We always love having you on. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening and all that. Next up, we're starting our Halloween festivities. So tomorrow, literally within like in 12 hours almost, um, we're dropping our Fright Night from 1980. Oh, God, I should wrote this year down. The original, the 80s, that one. 85? I was going to say 86. It's one of those, I think. Between 85 and 87. Like, yeah. how dare you try and do the math? You should have said the original and let us be cool. It's be the cool, original, y'all. <laughs> listen, listen. We don't know that. We're not mathematicians. You guys should know this by listen. now. Um, but yeah, so we're, episode. <laughs> we decided to go super 80s and super queer for our Halloween 2022. And we'll be with Josh Corngut. Friday night was 85. 85. You were right, Trey. 
Um, yes, so uh, join yeah. us then. Yeah, and then Monday, they're going to get the Halloween episode on Monday because actual, Halloween is on a yes. Monday. Um, and that is with Nay Beaver, and we are doing the original Child's Play, which came out in 86. So, yes. Chucky Tie-In. Maybe Chucky that's tie-in. where I got the 86 number. We're just going super nah. 80, super queer, <laughs> super fun. We can't and, do math. <laughs> fabulous <laughs> guests. We don't do math. We don't do years, because fuck years. That makes you old. Right? I'm just say 25. Um, <laughs> see y'all next week. Uh, yes. Yeah. Have a good Halloween. Y'all stay fierce out there. Bye.